I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Half Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and we are here to talk about episode eight of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars season eight, and we are down to our top four. We had a shocking elimination with Lala Re going home, and Alexis Michelle gets her redemption with her first win of this season. Let me welcome in our wonderful panel who's here to talk with us today. First, a man who you will get all of his thoughts this week. It is Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? I am glad to be back. I am well. It's a beautiful pride weekend for me. After this podcast, I'm headed over to Beth's neck of the woods for New York. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very, very, very gay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of her neck of the woods, <laughs> it's Beth Nixon. <laughs> Beth, how are you? I swear, I thought you were going to be like, speaking of gay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Come on, queer. Yeah, um, no, I'm doing really well. Um, I was just telling both of you right beforehand, but I'll tell the listeners that I had a lovely time, gal, at the Trixie Mattel uh, Solid Pink Disco the other night in uh, New York City. So much fun. Got to see Amanda Lepore in Big Frida wow. and Katya all perform in oh addition to Trixie. Uh, was a blast. Had such a good time. Um, and there are lots of wonderful pride things going on in New York City. So if you are in New York or coming to New York, I hope you have a wonderful and safe time. Yes, Amon. <laughs> Looking at you. Yeah, emphasis on safe for me. I am... Yeah. I'm going to be safe this weekend. Well, listen, you have had phones stolen. Like, (laughs) I understand. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I was like, we are protecting our bodies. We are protecting our items. Mm -hmm. We are protecting all of the things. Everything. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Keep it all safe while still having a good time. And that's what we hope to do here on the pod. (laughs) Stay safe (laughs) in our homes, but also have a good time. So, Aman, I want to go to you first because we've now had two episodes 
one Lala wins and one Lala goes home. What did you feel about this little arc for Miss Lala Ree? Well, first and foremost, uh, last week's episode, I had such a good time. I, I that that entire like sketch that they did was was so funny. Lala Ree, man, like she, I don't think I really appreciated how funny she was back in season thirteen. Um, but she is just a hoop, mm-hmm. just like. Everything that she did about her character, Larisha, the SH is silent. Like, I just, I, everything was just so funny. I think that that win was so well-deserved. Like, one of, like, one of the best wins that I feel like I felt good about on Drag Race mm. ever. Like, it was just, like, clearly this was hers. Um, so, yeah, I had such a blast. And it sucks to see her be on, like, such an upward trajectory to get sent home. And I really feel some type of way about it. Mm-hmm. because I feel like the better option was to go for Candy Muse, but I feel like I feel like Alexis is scared of Candy Muse, and right now she ain't shit to me right now. <laughs> well, Beth, what about you? Did Candy Muse's, well, what did she say at the end? If She she was like, you better call security if I get sent home. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that, right, right. Um, I, I have some questions about this elimination. I also understand it, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's really difficult because I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm I'm more of an Alexis fan, so I was really excited for her win. But I also do think like it's really hard when you have the same exact track record you're talking about going into the top four. I too would eliminate someone who's on an upward trajectory at this point in the yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. I think like, the thing about it that made it made it so, because like at the end of the day, I was like, well, I'm on, like, this, is, this is the stuff that you live for. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, this is what she had to do. But at the same time, I was like, why did she keep saying it over and over and over again? You saved me last week. You saved me last week. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Like she said it like at least seven times in the episode. And I'm like, you said it that many times. You're going to send her home? Like, at least. That's like, the thing. I think oh. she was saying it as like a, I will never forget it. Uh-huh. Which I did never. I never heard the words, which means I will not eliminate you. Come mm-hmm. out of her mouth, and <laughs> La La Ree was filling in those gaps very well, and being like, "Well, thank you because I saved you." Yeah, I'm good this week, right? She's like, "I will never forget it." Like, so, like <laughs> Alexis Michelle should be a lawyer. I'm putting it out there. Like, she knows exactly how to lead the witness. Put that be. Oh no. It did feel very much like I am choosing my words carefully, mm-hmm. right? I didn't say you were a bitch. I said you were acting like a bitch. Okay. Like I, I said I will never forget it. <laughs> it didn't I never said I would save you. Like we no. that's the thing. When we look at the facts, because I want to look at the facts in this case. If we're talking about a lawyer, <laughs> Alexis Michelle, producer, lawyer, Esquire, Alexis. The Chris Michelle, Jenner. The, the Chris truly the Chris Jenner of drag race. If we look at the facts, one, no, she never said she would save her. And what was super interesting is that when she was going through her rationale for who she was going to vote for, like to save or to keep, what she said about Candy was it was almost like more positive towards Candy. Like Candy was performing stronger in the competition because she said something along the lines of eliminating Candy would be eliminating competition. Which is interesting because as a viewer, I would have flipped the two. I would have said, would have well, too. La La Ree is on the upward trajectory. She's more competition. But that's unnecessarily what we hear from Alexis, which I think is super interesting. Yeah. And to further hammer home the point, when we look at Untucked and we look at the votes, it was a unanimous decision to send La La Ree home also. So yeah. I'm trying to like separate my fan 
dumb, which was, well, obviously Lala's making the top four. Like, of course she is. Like, I, you could not have to go or me. Alexis. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was like Candy or Alexis is the next to go. It's a done deal. Off we go. Probably some rigotry. Candy's going to stay and Alexis is going to leave. But then when Alexis gets her win, I was like, oh no, like what is going to happen? Yeah. It was a little bit terrifying. And so I think that that's why like as a fan, there's a disconnect from then what the the data is telling us, which I feel yeah. so nerdy saying. Yeah, I, I think that's been pretty, sorry, go ahead, Beth. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like that's so like common this season. Like, I mean, I've been watching the Roscoe's videos as well. And so many of the queens were like, I mean, it happens every with any reality TV show, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we miss things, but it seems like, like, like based off of how the votings go and like the perceptions of the girls amongst themselves, like we're missing so much of that stuff because yeah. some of mm-hmm. these votes are like, wow, really? Like unanimous? Okay. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. that that's pretty, pretty common this season. Yeah. What I was going to say was like, I feel like, I feel like if I were in the competition and seeing only what we have seen as an audience member, I would want to eliminate La La Brie because she's larger competition. Mm-hmm. I know that what you said was, oh, Alexis was saying that Candy's competition. And I do think Candy is competition because I think when you're looking at this, La La Brie in this competition this season has definitely had some high placements that I thought were questionable, i.e. the or i.e. the like first uh, ball. ball challenge. Yeah. I was like, mm. but also candy was in that mm, questionable level. I feel like if I'm going into the final four of RuPaul's drag race, I'm thinking in my head, who does RuPaul really like candy? Mm-hmm, yeah. I would have gotten rid of candy for that exact yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I think it's questionable, but like you said, Liana, Lala was going to go home regardless. So I don't know what, like, I do understand that ultimately was Alexis's decision. She had the power to say no candy, Mm -hmm. but if she had lost that lip sync, which I will say that lip sync, I do think she won, but I was underwhelmed a hundred percent of the time. (laughs) I actually cringed Mm, for both. That was, that was a choice. Mm -hmm. First of all, that song was a choice. And second of all, no offense, but Nikki's (laughs) song. Lipstick assassin. I was like, I mean, promo for Drag Race France. Like that's what it was. Sure, sure. So he's even on right now. Like Mexico, just like you know what I mean. Like I would have been like, "Mm, let's be strategic about when France is airing. So I don't know. I just yeah, very interesting. It is premiering June thirtieth. Just FYI, season two. That makes more sense. Timing aligned with that. Um, But yeah, I was like, I don't know. Do you like Edith Piaf or like something? (laughs) Do something French? God. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be. I do Frere Jaca. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you, Beth. I feel like yeah. If I'm Alexis, I want to get rid of Candy because RuPaul likes her. And secondly, like, she's aware of, like, this whole thing that, like, Jimbo and Candy have going on. I don't think that either one of them are going to send each other home. So that only leaves them to send you home should they Mm -hmm. end up in the top again. So I'm thinking strategically, yeah, get rid of Candy. So that way there's, like, a little bit of a buffer. Um, And, uh, you know, Lala, yeah, she's upward trajectory. But is she close enough to really be a contender for the crown? I don't know. I don't know. So hmm. that's just kind of where my head was at with it. But, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I, okay. So here's another thing to factor into consideration. And this came up only in untucked. Okay. So apparently Alexis gave candy a secret letter at the beginning of the season where Alexis, I guess, proposed a secret alliance and candy never replied, which like, I'm just picturing what this letter looked like. And it was one of those letters you give your crush in elementary school where it's circle like, check yes, yeah, circle <laughs> yes or no. If you like me back, that's what I'm envisioning. And candy never replied apparently to the secret alliance. And I don't know, like maybe that was so ingrained in Alexis that she was like, look, candy's going to make it far. And I need to have people who are going to win and save me on my side. But again, they had the same track record. So like, I don't know. I just don't know if she was sort of stuck also in that mentality. Mm -hmm. I, the social game player in my head was sitting back and being like, you had someone who wasn't positive about, um, their like never responded (laughs) to you. And now is saying, honestly, I forgot. How are you going to leave somebody on red in person? You chop that person. <laughs> you chop that person. If you, if that, if there, if she's like, oh, well, you know, I, I voted to save you both times you were in the bottom. And it was like, yeah, as a collective group, you weren't like the person making the right. decision so or anything well. like, like your one vote wasn't going to change that outcome. Your vote doesn't matter. <laughs> your vote didn't matter. Yeah, no. I just like, honestly, though, I just sat back and I was like, okay, girl, like if you have someone who's given you absolutely zero indication that they want to work with you has never acknowledged the no and now is saying they flat out forgot about it. That means that you were not as high of a priority on their list as they are to you, which means yeah. you chop them when you get this chance. Lala has actually proven to you that she would keep you around over one of her like best friends in the competition. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like like, okay, Miss Lawyer, (laughs) because now I'm like loving this Alexis Michelle as a lawyer, I guess maybe from her district attorney performance last week. That's Mm -hmm. why it's like ingrained in my brain. Like, yeah, exactly. Look at the data, like look at what's in front of you of who is like was willing to save you. And especially because that was also mentioned was this idea of like, look, you know, friendship really does matter in this competition. And we've seen people vote on friendship lines. I mean, I think about James Mansfield's elimination, Mm -hmm. which was also a little bit of a shocker to us of like, wow. But Mm -hmm. then we learn sort of the backstory of what was going on and relationships Mm -hmm. and and all of that stuff. And then it becomes a little bit more clear why that decision was made. I just want to say funny in that confession though. She was like, Oh my God, like, (laughs) My dumbass just forgot. Like, I just forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, but then I love that she said it to her face too. <laughs> she yeah. was like, "I forgot." I was like, really? <laughs> okay, Candy. There's being truthful and genuine, and then there's shooting yourself in the foot. Okay. Now, granted, it worked out this time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna project. Maybe this is projection. I don't know. I think what this is has nothing to do with Drag Race. I think. <laughs> Alexis has what we've seen from on the show and how she was perceived in season nine. I think Alexis clearly has a lot of talent, Mm -hmm. but I think she's using this as a networking opportunity to Mm. get in with girls who have a career, maybe that she's more like Mm. wanting to have aspiring to have in someone like candy, who's been on work, the world tours and is booked a lot. And like, I think like, I'm not trying to make it sound like she's not like, genuinely trying to like win the competition or anything but i think that anybody who does this knows that this is just a platform and what you do with it afterwards is all up to you Mm -hmm. so i I too would potentially suck up to the person who has had a career i want to emulate (laughs) 
I feel like I feel like Alexis has been doing pretty well this entire competition, but there is like a little bit of an air of like, I am gonna get my redemption because season nine was not the greatest for me. So I am here to be friends with everyone. I want everyone to succeed. But most importantly, me. Like that's just sort of like how she's been moving. I'm gonna put it out there. It's very Mm -hmm. Valentina. Like I think she really has looked at like what happened with Valentina was like, if I take on some of that for season Mm -hmm. (laughs) for this season. I'm actually kind of living for this five head play from her. Like she's not even thinking about because you know, you can talk about also numerous reasons why, like, oh, fan backlash, blah blah blah, whatever. Because like Candy was not the most loved on her season either. And like, oh no, this is like to get in with the girls to get the book. Like, I'm actually kind Mm -hmm. of obsessed if that is her logic. Like she's playing outside of the game, you know. It's making me definitely this conversation is making me feel a little bit less venom towards her now. I go ahead, girl. Do you like how I do that every week? You get like come in and be like, Alexis, and I'm like, hold on one second. Let's just look into the psyche of propaganda. (laughs) Propaganda. Just want to put it out there. Never. Okay. Uh, Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode with the maxi challenge. So we have another design challenge where the queens have to start from scratch, make an original outfit from scraps, I guess, of a drag race hall of famer. So previous mm -hmm. winner of an all-star season. And I believe it was the drag droppings. Yes, because I thought that was a mm-hmm. funny word. And Lala gets to assign the boxes because she was the winner last week, which, mm-hmm. by the way, shout out to Lala for being so congenial. I mean, yeah, the, the yeah. fan in me was like, oh, that's nice. And then the game player in me was like, how dare you? <laughs> like, sabotage what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so she takes Shay's box. She gives Trinity's box to Alexis. Jessica gets Kylie. Candy gets Monet, equipped with sponges, of course. And Jimbo gets Trixie. <laughs> so let's go through the looks, talk about them talk about everything that went into them because I think the narrative that the episode was trying to tell us for me was a little bit confusing. Like Jimbo, for example, I was like, oh my God, is Jimbo going to end up in the bottom? Because they kept talking about blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God, is Alexis going to end up in the bottom? So let's start with one look that was not crafted by hand, but was instead Alexis Michelle's shirt of Alexis Michelle's face. And I just wanted to point this out because every time I saw it, I laughed. <laughs> I just don't know. She picked like the perfect picture of her face. If you're watching the YouTube channel, it's like the orange one. Or I guess if you're not watching the YouTube, it's like the orange one with um, all of the different sizes of her face too. Like I love that they're all different sizes. I love the giant one on her shoulder. I can't get enough of the shirt. So I had to I like pull the screenshot. collar that's just turned. Like yeah, the one that's like looking to the side. <laughs> anyway, I feel like okay. everyone should have a, sir- a shirt like that now. Same, like yeah, <laughs> of Alexis <laughs> or of themselves. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope she's selling that. I, I am sure. I, I hope she is as well. Candy is the first one to rock the runway and Candy's whole narrative was, look, I want to go for something simple. And then she messes up a few times, ends up having to redo the top because she made it too low, but comes out here in a very sort of sleek, faux leathery sort of slit, slim, sexy, sleek gown. Mm hmm. 
simple. It doesn't look bad, though. Like, I mean, you know, if you're not like, because Candy isn't really a seamstress. So, like, she's doing what she needs to do. I actually really like the dress. I just think that when, you know, when you put it up against everybody else's, eh, you're, yeah, you're clearly going to be in the weak, the weaker spot here. It doesn't really give me a lot of Monet. And I know that the assignment was not to necessarily look like your box, but you it should still be reminiscent of Monet. And the only thing that she has is that like, you can't just bring a sponge in your hand and be like, hi, Monet. Like that's, there is so much more to Monet. I, I argue you can. <laughs> <laughs> At least make some, like, do something interesting with the sponge. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I feel like it just wasn't giving what needed to be gave. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think this, first of all, I have to say her face, her mm-hmm. hair, this, her skin is so smooth and beautiful. Like it, it, I just think that she looks absolutely stunning. I agree with what the judges said, which was that it's, it's the chest area is too high. If she had lowered that a little bit more, like it would collage. Yes. <laughs> would have been perfect. Um, I love the slit, all this stuff. The material is very reminiscent of the, uh, I think it was like an apocalyptic look from season 10 when, she lands in the body with that epic lip sync against Dusty mm-hmm. Bottoms, where you know she the red the alarm, like, yeah, the oh, red, yeah. very similar looking material to me. And the way that it behaved, I think, is also why Monet struggled in that challenge. But it's funny to me if that's literally why they put it in the box. It would be like this is one of her low moments in her non All Star season. <laughs> um, which I don't think that's what Candy or the producers were going for, but it was just something I got I channeled from. Um, I, I think I, you know, I agree with you, Aman. I think she was in the bottom purely because three other people killed it more than she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really brought Period. It. It's not that she's in the bottom because she made bad mistakes. She's in the bottom because she just didn't pull it out the same way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I co-signed that as well. I want to see what the one that she thinks she messed up on, because I feel like we didn't get like a really good look at it. We kind of got one shot of it, but I wanted to see, like, was it truly too low or was it just that it was like flapping open? Because I was like, I wonder if you could have salvaged that to still have the slit, but maybe have like a cross panel or something mm. to like try to help to keep it together. I don't know. And I, I I didn't really get a good sense of the other types of fabrics that were in her box. I know Jimbo, yeah. when Jimbo was going around and fingering every everybody's boxes found like the sort of belt like beltish um mm. i don't know what to call it it looked like the thing that she was like you should put this on your head yeah i think that's lala maybe or someone else but yeah it was like yeah. this looks expensive she was like touch so i wanted to see kind of like what else was in there it felt like just a nothing but like sort of black and a little bit of red and some sponges because yeah i think this was an interesting choice for the fabric because maybe she was going for the sleek look and since it's got that sheen to it maybe that's part of the reason why she chose this uh, but yeah, I mean, oh my God, her makeup and hair, as you said, Beth, absolutely stunning. And I do think it wasn't because she crafted something that was bad. It was just because everybody else did so well. I really feel like Michelle Vassalage was onto something. She, Candy really should consider like running a line of blush. Like she just like she's that's really like becoming like her hallmark this season. I think she just mm-hmm. she her faces just look mm-hmm. good all season long. So mm-hmm. drop that makeup line, girl. Do it. She literally looks like she's airbrushed in this. Like, like she, I thought this was the most gorgeous she's painted all season and she's painted very well all season. Yeah, she can paint, mm-hmm. baby. Totally. Mm-hmm. The blending out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of makeup, 
<laughs> Let's talk about Jimbo and the I don't like I would even hesitate to call this a face kini because I feel like a face kini has to have holes because Jimbo just where's the face? <laughs> sewed some pearls on. But I have to say, oh my god, when it comes to both the craftsmanship, especially of the like I don't know what it's not latex, but like whatever that sort of slippy pink fabric thing the is. Pleather. The pleather thing. Like the way that she made the sleeves, the hood, the jet, like everything was just so mm-hmm. well done. And this is so bizarre. Oh, it's it's so twisted and campy, but also high fashion. It's really wonderful. And I love that she even put on like nails that like match the, the mm-hmm. neon flowers in the middle. I'm going to be honest with you. I really struggled in my mind to say like she probably, in my opinion, should have won as much as I love Alexis. And I think Alexis looked absolutely beautiful. This is just beyond like (laughs) beyond in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I mean, she understood the assignment. It's it's Mm -hmm. it's literally uh, Trixie Mattel influenced Jimbo. Like it's very Mm -hmm. you, you get both of them. She melded the two. Honestly, like. When she was going through the workroom, I was like, because we talk a lot about how like Alexis Michelle likes to self-produce. I was like, is she kind of laid it on thick about like the procrastination thing and like trying to make it seem like, oh my God, this could be the week that Jimbo goes home because she messed around too much in the in the workroom and then she's making the decision not to put any makeup. Like it felt very much like, ooh, this could be Jimbo's time. And then she comes out in this and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> that was really <laughs> never gonna happen. So yeah, I just I just couldn't help but think that the entire time but i i also think as much as i hate it when there's a clear front runner i think she should have won i think Mm -hmm. she should not have won that the 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 one that she won before her last one if we could switch out those wins (laughs) then i'd be good (laughs) yeah just swap around some wins and then it'll all it'll all even out we can in our heads we can pretend that that's what this win was for i think i liked it more with the hood on. I think Me there's too. something weird about the proportions with the big sleeves and then the teeny tiny little like pinhead looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like it uh, needs the hood, in my opinion, to yeah. really be top tier. I think yeah. the hood. Yeah. And so I think with the hood, I, I think really it's it's neck and neck for me between mm-hmm. Alexis and Jimbo in terms of the winner, I think it's really for me could have been a flip of the coin. I think yeah. just because Alexis looks so stunning and knowing that she got sent home, there's a little bit of me that like I'm okay with her redemption, especially knowing that Jimbo is just acing everything. Yeah. Like she she still sort of gets the win here almost totally. in feeling just because of doing something so cool, so unique, so weird. And just like I guess really the, the only negative is that like she didn't she didn't paint and it's like we can't you we can't really see your face. So like at least with Alexis, she made a garment and you can see her stunning face. But this <laughs> yeah, one is she, playing like yeah. I like I didn't yeah, I don't like Michelle, she's literally cut her whole face is covered. Like how do you do you expect her to have fake eyelashes on underneath <laughs> being smushed with little pearls on her eyes? Like, what do you expect? <laughs> she's like a full face of makeup and I was <laughs> <laughs> and I like that uh, Jimbo was like, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, the yep. thing that I think is interesting that I can't tell is like, did she actually wear shoes or did she just somehow adhere 
shoe bottoms to the bottom of her feet because her feet look way too big for the platform. No, she she did talk about the pieces that she needed to make on the day of the runway, and one of those was boot covers. So I do think that she is wearing shoes. She didn't just glue like. But heels. when you look at it, doesn't it just look like she just adhered like platforms yeah. on the bottom of her bare feet that are just like in this like tight. <laughs> totally does like she just stuck cans to her feet and she's like wandering around up there maybe that's why she falls over so much her (laughs) being blind is just so funny like also shout out way ma'am yeah exactly but she kept bumping into things also the shout out to her having like a hole ready to go for the straw and untucked that is a prepared queen right there oh my gosh baby Oh, and then that was another time where every time they would pan over to her and untucked and she's just sipping through her little hole, which you couldn't even see the hole. So it kind of looked like it was going into her pearl mouth. I don't yeah. know why. That just really tickled me. I loved it. Jimbo is honestly iconic for when she's not the star as like the background in all these crazy outfits and such last week with like the the. <laughs> The boobs holding the beer or the the cocktail this mm-hmm. week with this. I mean, come on, and the baloney. <laughs> I think it's because yeah. everybody else is so n- normal around her, and then you just sort of like pan to to Jimbo and Jimbo this. just <laughs> what? Okay, it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about La La Re, who ultimately does get sent home here. Oh, in Alexis's wig, by the way, which I failed to mention. Yeah. We find that out in Untucked. And then she was like, I'm stealing it. And I'm like, better. that's great. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. She just got $10,000. She can get another wig. 
Exactly. So we have her as uh, Miss Mandarin with the blue collar and a little hint of blue in the eyeshadow, but overall a very orange palette here, which I will say looks stunning on her skin, Amon. What did you think about Lala's look? It's giving black Velma. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see it. Oh, I like that. Oh, she needs some glasses. Uh, the one thing that just kept distracting me was the was the was the lace front. Like it yeah. was not blended. Like you could just literally I was like, why'd you let her sister your sister go out like that? Like, didn't nobody tell you to blend that shit? So I just couldn't I just couldn't stop looking at it. Also, mm-hmm. another like it's just, you know, similar to candy, you know, it's once again, I'm not a seamstress, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. But like, I'm gonna wager to guess that this probably isn't as complicated to make as some of the others. So, yeah, I just, it just—it was just a little boring. I agree with yeah. Michelle. Like, I'm not sure, or maybe it was—I forget who said it. Um, but they were like, you needed to do something with the other arm than just maybe just having it there. Like, maybe put some bracelets on, or 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 I don't know. Like, it 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 just it did come off like a little unfinished like you were rushed out and you just couldn't you couldn't think of something else to do so just not fully realized you know definitely a step up from that monstrosity of what she did back in season 13 okay but um yeah just not just not enough for the caliber not enough i think this look alone is is fine like I, i i like the 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 color and everything but if i'm looking in comparison to candy I do agree with Lala being the weakest of the group and therefore it's a justified decision to send her home that way. Yeah. I just like the, the little blue part here on her collar and on her wrist just look like really almost cheap looking. Um, like you can, t- it looks like five minute crafts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also understanding that this is the third dress that she sewed in a day. Um, for someone who's not a seamstress, is pretty impressive. I agree with you, Aman. I was so... There were three things that were distracting me from her. The first was the blue parts that I was talking about. The second was how far back the hairline is for her. Like, it is, yeah. like, on top of her head rather than being, like, a little bit more... Fr- like, if she would brought it up, like, two, maybe one inch even... It would have been better. I don't even know if that's a lace front. It looks like a hard front, to be honest with you. Um, so it, which makes it even harder to blend um, if there's nothing to blend there. Um, and then the third thing was that it's so form fitting in the middle that I spent so much time looking at where the corset is popping out mm, when she yeah, was walking, yeah. which very well could be intentional as like a, Hey, this is what I wanted to show off kind of thing. But when it's one color and there's nothing else, it's a little distracting. Yeah. I agree that I think overall she had the worst overall presentation when you put the whole thing together. And I mean, even the dress by itself, I think I would probably still pick candies over Lala's sort of for those little reasons. I do think that her answer on the runway, where they were talking about the other arm. She was like, I ran out of fabric. <laughs> I thought that was such a great answer. I almost feel like, oh, maybe she kind of like saved herself a little bit there because it was, you know, funny truth, all of that together. But I similarly, I, I, I think it is a lace front, but I think that one, because it's so far back and two, because it's not blended properly and three, because like it is Alexis Michelle's wig. Mm -hmm. So like that lace is going to be 
a little bit lighter probably I think yeah. um, cause you can dye the lace. Um, so I think that sort of all of those things combined really didn't help her. The, the inclusion of the blue eyeshadow I do think is very clever because mm-hmm. it's sort of, she, she like clearly she's trying to tie it all together, but I would have loved to have seen what she did with the original dress because when she first yeah. puts it on, it almost feels like immediately she's just like, mm, no, mm, this isn't it. And like gets rid of it instead of trying to, okay, let me like live in this for a second and feel if I can make this work. Can I right. add things to maybe try to tie this together? Cause it just felt like she said, Nope, I don't like the pattern. I'm out of here. And there could have been other reasons, fit issues, whatever. She didn't like the way it was cut fine, but it's, yeah, it's so tough to start from scratch three times in a row and then go with that third dress, which probably explains why it just feels a little bit unfinished compared yeah. to some of the other uh, creations. Yeah. And also I'm not, I'm not uh, I guess like if I, like if you were to, if I didn't see who got who and everyone walked out, and I knew that they were all all-stars winners. I probably would have said Chick-fil-A, but still not giving enough of mm-hmm. Shay, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's talk about our winner, Alexis Michelle. I was full on prepared for rigotry. So mm-hmm. when she walked out in this, I was like, how are you going to justify her being at the bottom? How are you? <laughs> like, I was already prepared to argue because I was so impressed with what she created. I mm-hmm. think that this is absolutely stunning. She looks gorgeous. Her makeup is on point. I think she picked the right hair. She was the one person to include the little like feather thing, which we saw in mm-hmm. everybody's box, just with different colors. So, so happy about that. Cause I kept seeing it in everybody's box and I was like, someone use it. Someone use it. She did uh, everything about this, I think is, is really gorgeous. And so this is why I'm, I'm totally fine with her getting the win over Jimbo. Mm-hmm. I think Jimbo's creativity was amazing, but Alexis just looks so pretty and my monkey brain just sees that and goes pretty shiny me like like that's the extent of everything i think when it comes to alexis michelle yeah she uh she did a good job and it's giving so much of trinity as well like i could told Mm -hmm. or yeah i could totally see trinity wearing this just like yeah there's just the attention to detail everything fits well the way that she handled that fabric the little um, design of like beads and jewels that she put on the back of the headpiece. Her makeup looks stunning. The wig choice is perfect. Like maybe, you know what? Maybe she should have one. Maybe not Jimbo. (laughs) So I I just think she did a really good job. I also think that one of the best things about Alexis's presentation was just like, she knew she looked good, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunately for Jimbo, we can't get that sense because (laughs) your face is covered. I mean, she can't even see it. She's like bumbling around. Well, that too. Like she's kind of walking (laughs) not as confidently as she normally would because she can't see anything. But with Alexis, like that smile I know is half put on, but mostly like, bitch, I know it looked good. Like, I look beautiful. You can't handle it. I can't handle it. Give me the win. Give me the win. I will say when I got to untucked and I was looking at the dress, I was like, I really wish she didn't have the tool in the back. Mm -hmm. I thought that that in untucked looked cheap on here looked beautiful. So she either knows what looks good on the main stage, which is all that matters. It doesn't matter how it looks with the, you know, the, as they call it, the, the homophobic, you know, workroom lights Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I do think like, um, if I had to take anything off, it would be like the tool, 
um, skirt thing in the back, but oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, I, the attention to detail, the fit, the (laughs) colors, everything. She just looks Mm -hmm. absolutely stunning. Definitely deserved the win. I was looking to see if I could find any of the queens have any opinions about anything, but no one has said anything so far, but I'm, I'm guessing Trinity would really like this. I think she Mm-hmm. I think that's because the tool, the blue, is like slightly different. Also, mm-hmm. that makes it like a little bit. So, I, I actually, I totally see what you're getting at, Beth. I agree. I probably would have plucked that off as well because I still think the proportions would have looked stunning regardless. It's yeah. not like it's overbalanced with the headpiece um, or being too top heavy. So, and the fact, I mean, she, I think she put a zipper in this. She's got shoulder pads. Like, oh my gosh, what? Ugh, what's not to yeah. love? It's I love just, it. It's perfection. Our final contestant here, Jessica Wild, who does end up safe. She won our last ball design challenge and hers. She was inspired by, I think, Kylie. Yes, mm-hmm. Kylie, mm-hmm. Sony, love. Beth, what do you think about Jessica's look? I love Jessica's look. Um, for me, it's kind of got an aspect to it that's a little um I don't know how else I think it's maybe just like the color and like the texture of it that kind of reminds me of like the Jennifer Lopez dress to a certain extent Mm -hmm. it's not it's not the same you know silhouette or anything but there was something like kind of sexy to it it also like is really youthful too and playful so she had a lot of fun spinning it on the runway like showing off that garment showing those layers showing all the different aspects of it i thought it was really beautiful um i i love i love this i i don't think it's as strong as either jimbo or alexis um i think that she definitely would have been the safe middle person um Mm -hmm. but i i think that she really killed it i don't know if i get a lot of sonique out of it to aman's point about everything but i also feel like unless you're wearing like athletically like strappy like sexy (laughs) like Mm -hmm. your bottom part of your boobs are showing kind of thing there's Mm -hmm. i mean kylie is just hot so uh it's (laughs) she is a body, <laughs> you know, it's hard to like copy that. Um, but I thought she did a great job. Um, I, I, I do. I don't know. My eyes sort of like didn't know like how to make sense of it when I saw her walking in it. Um, like these these pictures make it look very very good. I just remember when I was watching it when she was walking down, it felt like the fit of it towards the bottom felt a little weird to me. Um, but I do really like the blending of fabric and textures it kind of has like a bit of like a of a deconstructed type of look to it it sort of like reminds me i don't know if just it's just because nikki doll was here this week but she had a similar type of like deconstructed like thing i think it's the thing that she went home in actually <laughs> um it when she lost the lip sync yeah <laughs> so yeah i i definitely think that she's definitely in the middle um definitely not the worst but there was like a, something about the execution that didn't quite gel all the way for me. I, I can see that because, I mean, to a certain extent, it's fabric glued to a corset. <laughs> but yeah. I think because of the way that she blended it, I think that that elevates it a little bit. And just the color combination. And when 
Chanel and Raven are doing the walkthrough. I mean, she talks about the color combination of those fabrics and like Mm -hmm. gets approval for that. And so I think the way that it's constructed does help to elevate it past just fabric glued to a corset. But yeah, they're all those sort of small things. Like there was something about the way that the silver panel at the bottom didn't like quite fit in necessarily Yeah, I think that's what it was for me. It it felt a little bit too loose. Like maybe if she would have sewed that just down a little further, because you want to, you want the dimension, right? You want like the sway, but it did come off like, Ooh, that feels like that's not supposed to move like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. integrated a little bit more. I don't know how, like underneath something, because it was just kind of Mm -hmm. like on top. Uh, But overall, in terms of the placement this week, I was, I would have put her in the, if we were doing like tops, middle bottoms, I think that she was right in the middle. I think that the, mm-hmm. the overall, the placements were correct in this mm-hmm. episode, which mm-hmm. feels rare <laughs> somehow, yeah. which is unfortunate, but uh, you know, I think <laughs> and yet looks, people are still upset. <laughs> I, <laughs> somehow look, maybe that's what the show is just like, look, they're going to be mad anyway. Like who cares? Let's just rig it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. We'll just do what we want. Her hair and makeup work so well with the dress because of the way that the side part with the way that the hair flows matches the way that the dress flows and clearly thought out. I think she looks really gorgeous and uh, I, I don't really have a lot more critiques to say about this, but I just think that when you compare it again to Alexis and Jimbo's, those are just like a slight step above what yeah. she crafted, but still yeah. very gorgeous. Okay, the last thing I want to mention that I have in the PowerPoint is Jimbo's vote. This is totally tangential and feels very out of line, but ta- Jimbo's vote has not counted since episode one. Okay, meaning that Jimbo oh, wow. has not casted a vote that has counted towards an elimination since episode one. So in episode two, she loses the lip sync. In episode three, Jessica Wilde wins. So Mm -hmm. again, Jimbo's vote doesn't count. Episode four, Jimbo loses the lip sync. Her vote does not count. Episode five, she loses the lip sync. Her vote doesn't count. Episode six, Candy wins the lip sync. So Jimbo's vote doesn't count. (laughs) And episode seven, Lala wins. Jimbo's vote doesn't count. And even then, of course, in this episode, we see Alexis win, meaning Jimbo's vote has not counted, which there's something so (laughs) funny about this to me. I don't know why. Until she applies for citizenship here. Yeah. She will not be voting in these United States of America. Voter fraud. We do not condone voter fraud here in America. Thank you. Oh my God. Which I think I didn't think about the voter fraud angle. Love that. It was to me, it was oh, like man. what who is the seeming front runner of the competition's vote has not mattered at all when it comes I to love that. People. Oh man! I guess, anyway. you know, something that she can say in the end is like, I never technically sent any of you guys. I home. never sent any of you home. <laughs> just saying, just in case there's a jury aspect, like All Stars Three, right? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. So, how do we like um uh Chanel and uh Raven doing the walkthrough instead of real? I was kind of like interested by that decision. Yeah, I was intrigued by that decision, too, especially because Chanel was the one who really piqued my interest because we had seen her as a lip sync assassin and Raven Mm -hmm. has done walkthroughs before. So that didn't feel out of the ordinary. But I was like, okay, this is interesting. I kept trying to figure out, like, what are they telling me with this? Like, why were they chosen? What is the bigger angle? 
is Chanel mm-hmm. going to be on All Stars Nine? Like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? Is I'm, RuPaul yeah. leaving soon? Like, are that's kind of what I was thinking. Well, I was thinking, are they going to try to revitalize Drag You, and Chanel's going to come back for that? Like, mm-hmm. I, I just think it's, it's, uh, and for those of us who are in. LA like it very well could be like no Chanel's like still like really big within the wow presents like circle of things but like it doesn't appear that way so when you have someone from all-stars one and season one who we really haven't seen or heard from as a mass you know anybody who's following drag race to see her not only come back as a lip-sync assassin but then also do a a run through it is really interesting Mm -hmm. Raven like Raven's doing makeup on the set she's there all the time Mm -hmm. um but I don't know it's very interesting. There's a part of me that's like, is Raven leaving and Chanel's going to take over for Raven for RuPaul's makeup or something? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like she Chanel, is. true to form, talked a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she did. Part of me wanted to be like, Chanel, shut up. <laughs> like, I want to hear what the queens have to say. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Couldn't watching myself on television. You know, I know. <laughs> you know right? I, I also... I. I feel very like again her faked like vulnerable moment on the show in season one is still one of my favorites I related to that very much um and so her just just over speaking just let others speak darling she just wanted to make sure there was no dead air you know She's like, uh, again, invite me back to do this again. The OG produ- producer, <laughs> the original oh Jan. <laughs> she is so, you know, it's so funny that you say that because when I was a fundraiser, there's, you know, if you take a, a, a donor out to dinner or something like that, but they haven't committed to a de- like a, a dollar amount, mm-hmm. what you should do is not butter them up by, by paying for dinner all the time and not seeing the return. You let that check sit there and mm. make them pick it up. <laughs> I'm not good at that. I'm like, it's been there for five seconds. I've got this. It's like, <laughs> it feels very that. Um, so they were like, no, 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 no. Like make the, like, they'd be so funny. They'd be like, Beth, you know, like, obviously like you have a budget for these reasons. Like that's fine. But like, how often is the donor <laughs> paying? And I was like, <laughs> well when never <laughs> words of the wise I'll words remember of the wise yeah, yeah yeah we need to talk about the lip sync because <laughs> as we mentioned nikki doll was the lip sync assassin which Alleged. it was very much the and you know we've had this before where it's like i don't think that word means what you think it means with <laughs> the lip sync assassin but this was just so blatant drag race france promo as soon as nikki first of all as soon as nikki doll walked out i was like wait what i you know and this is maybe my naivete of being out of the complete international drag race scene I was like Nikki Doll, and then re- was immediately reminded, ah, yes, the host of Drag Race France. That's why she's here. Because in the top, however many hundred of queens that have been on Drag Race, she's not in the top for the lip sync assassin no. for me, uh, personally. But Beth, what did you think? I mean, I know you talked about the song choice of these boots are made for walking. I mean, I think a fun song, but I don't know if yeah. necessarily for Nikki something no. I would have picked. I, I, this is where I'm confused. Like there have been multiple times in multiple seasons where we've had this format where I thought to myself, 
if you know who the lip sync assassin is, why aren't you choosing a song? Like it should be stacked against the queen who won, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think that that makes it much more interesting because then it's like, yay, you won. um, You know, you get this rolled over account most of the time, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. I just like, I don't know. I I felt like Nikki didn't really (laughs) connect with the song in any capacity. Um, I also, I liked her outfit. But I also, I'm going to be honest with you, I, as I looked at her, I was like, you know what? I don't like her glow up of makeup as much. Like, I think it's something with a nose contour or something. Mm. And then when they kept showing her back in season 12, I was like, I think she looked prettier in 12, Um, which is... Like, I think for me, what it is, is it's, it doesn't seem like, you know, like before it was like very like, let me show off who I am. And now it's like, here are, here are what all the makeup trends are. And I'm just going to put them on my face now rather than like having mm-hmm. the Nikki version of it. So I guess I, I just like all the way around, like wasn't I was like distracted by the look a little bit. Um, I didn't think that she connected well with the song. Um, I, I love Alexis, as you all know, but like the going back and forth between being very serious and like also kind of campy. And then also that feeling of like, is this on purpose or not? Like, is yeah. she, is she being campy on purpose or does she think she's looking sexy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it felt, it felt this was a song that should have been like right up her alley. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't think that she did horribly, but no. it, I, I agree. I feel like I didn't really connect with that. I was kind of just enjoying the song more so than watching them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I think that, the more and more all-star seasons that we have it's i mean the, the lip sync assassin it just kind of gets diluted you know what i mean like i'm looking mm-hmm. at all-stars five now evie oddly then Alyssa edwards then monet exchange mm-hmm. morgan mcmichaels vanji roxy kennedy davenport like those are all lip sync assassins you know what i mean mm-hmm. like nowadays mm-hmm. it's like yeah okay yeah so, so this is, I just want to, because I want to go what to Beth is talking about. So this was Nikki Doll's promo look from her original season, if you're watching mm-hmm. the YouTube channel. Uh, and then this is her look from the runway. And like, I do see what you're saying of, it does sort of feel like, yeah, I don't know, more like current trends, but I don't know if it necessarily like fits with Nikki. Because I feel like her Parisian look was like that was sort of you know that's what she was going for yeah she kind of looks like lemon to me especially with the the nose contour Mm. like if you go back to the first one if you have if you're able to like like she still was able like look at how different like her nose looks like rounded and like beautiful and like I don't know I think I I don't know I think I just preferred how she looked on season 12 because I really got Oh, that is a natural beauty that she's able to put drag makeup on. And now it's like I am taking drag trends and putting it on my face, whether or not I really need it. Yeah. Um, I mean, she looks gorgeous, honestly. No, she looks gorgeous either way. Yeah. Yeah. I also that woman in the corner, I've seen her on like YouTube before uh-huh. or whatever, but I'm not going to lie when you're like, and this is her now. My eye immediately went to her. <laughs> to her. <laughs> the woman doing the react contest. <laughs> like, I couldn't find a good picture <laughs> and I wasn't going to go to Paramount Plus and like go to uh, this. So funny. I just looked at it. I was like, and this is her now. I was like, yeah, she looks a lot different now. She looks really different now. <laughs> She's doing green screen react content. That's funny. <laughs> All right. 
What else do we have to talk about from this episode? I just, I really, to echo what you said before, I really enjoyed how um, gracious uh, uh, Lala Ree was the entire time. Mm-hmm. She kept a smile mm-hmm. on her face. She was so funny, like, during, when she was back in her shit. She was like, that bitch, send me home. <laughs> like, don't trust her. Was, mm-hmm. you know, what did she say? She was like, she was like, I, I, need, I need Candy to win because that's my 13th sister. But if not Candy, then Jimbo. Then, then Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo. I'll get for Jimbo. But if they're not Jimbo, I also love when she went and when she got eliminated, she went, is that what, I, is that what you said? And then she like looked at <laughs> the lipstick and she was like, all right. Uh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Do, um, do they do Miss Congeniality for all stars seasons? No. no. Why do I feel like no? Okay. Because I, if there was voting, <laughs> which I know the Queen's picked totally now, her, yeah. I would totally still vote for Lala Ree. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. she was, a, there's a reason why she was Miss Congeniality on her first season. And I think that that continued to shine through all the way through her elimination. Because if I were mm-hmm. her and Alexis Michelle kept telling me, again, we've talked about it, it wasn't explicit, but still, if Alexis Michelle was telling me, I will never forget you saving me. And then she sends me home. Oh boy, I'd be so mad. I would be burn so my ass. Mad. Yes, barn burning. Like, talk about calling security for candy. You'd have to call security <laughs> because, oh. And even like when she hugs her, like after Alexis pulls her lipstick, and then she's so. Oh, just so sweet and kind hearted about it. And I think we got a really good moment also in this episode with some of the mirror talk where, you know, she talks about her experience on her first season about how I felt like I didn't belong. Like, I don't belong here. I'm not as good as these other queens. And then she comes out the season, continues to get booked. People love her personality. She starts to have her glow up and like everything is going right for her. And so I think I just did feel this upward movement, upward trajectory for Lala Ri, where I could have seen her in the final four mm-hmm. or final three. And it just feels a little like mm, sad to be so cut short. But yeah. who knows? I mean, okay, again, I'm not putting it out here of the we have okay. If there's 12 episodes, <laughs> we talked about this last week. If there's 12 episodes. I mean, we have four more episodes. I think she could come back. Um, I'm holding out hope. Fingers crossed. Because otherwise, I just don't know how. Are we going to go down to a final two? Because next week, we have the Carson Roast. Yep. Mm -hmm. From four to three, episode nine. Okay? Three more episodes. I just don't understand how that's going to work. And they don't do reunion episodes on All-Stars, do they? I'm hoping they're bringing one back this season. That's my hope. Um, They haven't done a reunion since All-Stars 2. I'm hoping for that as well, because again, I just don't know how. This or is there is going a fame game entire entirely focused episode, which could be the 14th. Um, yeah. It very well could be a situation where like two episodes from now, they crown the winner and then we get a bonus episode afterwards, which is like you all voted. And this is the fame games episode. But then again, know. we've already been watching all of the runway. So it's like, what are they going to put in that episode? We've seen everything already. You know what I mean? Although they didn't show us any looks this time. They were like, tune in next because it was a construction challenge. Yeah, but I had the same, Uh, Amana had the exact same reaction. I was like, where are the fame game pictures? And then I was like, oh, wait, no, that doesn't. (laughs) Could you imagine? They're like, you have all been sent a box that includes Alaska and Chad and (laughs) just go through all the rest of them that were not included. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah, because so voting opens on July 14th, which means I assume that 
There has to be an episode on the 21st. One, two, three, four. Yeah. So then the, the final episode would be on the 21st because mm-hmm. it would be a week of voting essentially from yeah. the July 14th to July yeah, 21st, no. which so would July 21st is the finale finale. That is well, or I mean, I, I assume there will, that will be the last episode yeah. based on the fact that the voting will open on the 14th. And then the final episode I assume will be on the 21st, which means one, two, three, four. Yeah. We still have four more episodes again. No idea how this is going to work. Talked about it last week. I'm going to continue to talk about it because I have no idea. And it seems like we are doing a traditional episode next week with the Carson roast. So I would be down for the format changing and you go to a final two, like with like rather than lip syncing and all that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so we get a final four next week down to a three. Then we have a three to a two. Then there's that whatever the bonus episode is, that's going to be fame game voting. Um, maybe it's a reunion or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the finale with the final two. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're thinking, look, how is Jimbo going to win this? Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, they can always pull the Jinx Monsoon thing where it's like, oh, and the winner is going to be determined based off of this lip sync uh. and the whole rest of the season. So you can always still do that. But look, I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. If they're so assuming they're going to go to three next week, who do you think is the person that's getting eliminated? Okay, it's a roast. My mm-hmm. mind, my mind is at first glance, I said Jessica. Um, but then I remembered how well she did in the improv challenge mm-hmm. last week. So I was like, she might actually be a really good contender. I don't know about Jimbo. Like, Jimbo's funny, but like, can she write jokes? You know, so I don't I don't really know about that one. So for me, it's Alexis. She was in the bottom for the roast in the Michelle Visage roast in season nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, when she oh, went off, yeah. off oh, yeah. on Tegel Braxton. Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> Have you ever watched the show? Uh, iconic. Um, but I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Wasn't she like green too? She was yeah. Like, yeah. Was just, <laughs> yes. And she had those like green titty pad titty things yeah. that were like a completely different green than the body paint that she painted. Yeah. I remember that being very bizarre. I'm looking to see if Jimbo, because I don't remember if, uh, I don't think they did a roast on her first season. No. Yeah, no, they definitely did not do a roast. And I don't remember them doing one for UK versus the world. I think, though, she got sent we've home early too. seen yeah, her three, with improv challenges and with, like, Snatch Game and all these other things be able to come up with, like, quotes and insults really quickly. Yeah. I think Jimbo's going to be fine. Candy won the roast in season 13, yeah, which I did, did not agree with. No, um, no, I, I mean, like, when, when your funniest joke is she was like, she died. Yeah, I'm like that's not funny. Anyway, um, (laughs) but I I think that obviously, like RuPaul lives for like Candy's uh, comedy and personality and all that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. as long as she like continues that, I see Candy or Jimbo winning this. Jessica and um, and And Alexis in the bottom with Alexis going home. Right, I can see that. I could say that too. I could see an outside chance of maybe Jessica getting sent home, depending on who uh, wins or what how the voting situation would work. Cause I guess it would just be one queen voting. It's like the queen who wins the lip sync and then the other one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Really down to just like one vote. I mean, here it was down to, you know, one versus two votes. I think that that's a possibility. 
Um, so, so who knows what, what we're going to see. I do think that Jimbo, or is it like a thing where it's like, if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom, bottom, maybe. Yeah. yeah, It could be a bottom three, which would be, oh my gosh, that would be wild. Can you imagine if Jimbo lands in the bottom three and then like candy sends her home? (laughs) Oh no. Honestly, I would live. I'm, I'm all about the drama. I'm here for it. And it would just be so like poetic because that's just Jimbo's story every fucking time. Right? She just can't get to the end. Always the best the part about four. that is like she's tried really hard to like not go off the rails with her voting this whole time. Mm-hmm. Just to be set up at this time. And with her vote not even counting, as uh, Liana said. For, yeah, like, see? The it's, never counted. <laughs> it's never counted. Um, well, that and, you know, Candy is the Rod and Dean Dangerfield of drag. So we're going to go back <laughs> to school. She's going to school uh, Jimbo. I don't know. We'll see. Which that was so funny. I love Candy being like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. (laughs) It's no respect at all. Okay. That does it for us. We are done with this episode. We'll be back next week for the Carson roast. Amon, anything else you want to say? Where can people find you on social media? All that wrap up nonsense. You can find me everywhere at Amon Adwin. Just chilling with Drag Race for now. Um, Lovely time talking with you guys as always. And I really, I just cannot stress enough how much I really enjoyed last week's uh, challenge. It was so funny. It was so funny. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. And Beth, what about you? You can find me at Augusta Wind 11 on all my social media, as well as um, just going live and being weird with uh, Tyler and Allison over at my weekly meltdown on Wednesday. So come hang out and question why you follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good thing to ask ourselves. (laughs) Uh, all right and you can follow me on twitter at liana rhap also chilling with drag race and then um actually i don't know if i can talk about this but there's gonna be a brand steal that's happening next week oh, on tuesday yeah. oh, oh my god i don't it's like gonna be wild it's gonna be bizarre uh, anyway uh so if you are in the loop check that out tuesday live the rhap youtube channel uh or on twitch all right if you want to leave your star ratings and reviews for us, you can do so on iTunes, robhousewebsite.com slash drag race. Thank you to the whole RHAP team for all their help behind the scenes. And we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.